Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you No Longer Human by Sora. Trying to get by in this ugly world we live in Now I'm spending my time trying to push past my limits I'm livid, the way I be spitting this shit's like I'm loaded the clip and then dipping I'm gripping the pen like a gap that I put to the back of your skull And whip it like loose leaf, rolling up that loose leaf Who's he, smoking on that hella strong like Bruce Lee Who, me? <laughs> Hi, I'm sober Just a kid with anxiety that's smoking on the floor And all this with the gift of gab, at least the dad I'm sure of But still don't got a clue on how to use it Feeling useless, I'm a nuisance to my peers I live in constant fear of people seeing through this damn facade I've held for years So I just stay inside and write my rhyme throughout the years And hope that people sing along the next time they hear that One, one, two, three Roll up a joint and come get high with me One, two, three, roll another joint up, get high with me. This is what keeps me passionate. Dazai-kun, naze kimi wa shinitai? Boku koso kikitai ne. Yekiru nante koui ni. 何か価値があると本気で思ってるの Sick of learning lessons through the reflection of bitterness Holding on to hatred got me replacing my faith with utter foolishness Started recollecting second guessing all my thoughts But I guess that is just the price you pay for fame But what it costs is just a fracture to my psyche All of which I thought I lost when I was 16 With my father frozen in the permafrost or overdosing Drinking till I comatose but who'd have thought I blame all of my addictions on the people that I lost Now that's a bad habit Sorry that I come with mad baggage At least I got my wits like Boy Rabbit Could have they if I don't use them to escape the rage in which I'm caged in I feel like I'm encased in a box with no lock but still I'm knocking Knock knocking at the top that won't pop open up Yeah I wear a mask but still I bear my face To this kangaroo court, yeah I'm still gonna plead my case Going bloody dirty ugly in a perfect world of nothing Being told that I should grow to be something That if I work hard enough I can bear witness to my ideas Flourish if they like me but they don't but not despite me But because I'm too different Like outcasts or just feel like they, they don't belong or they're weirdos we embrace that here so today's guest we have sora he's a rapper and he's kind of blown up recently so i'm excited to to hear about sora's story sora how you doing bro i'm good man thank you for having me on dude thank you honestly bro uh tell us about yourself uh i mean i'm 25 i'm from the philadelphia area it's a place called delco It's, it's just everyone knows it is Philly. It's basically what we are. We're like four miles from the city. So <laughs> I just tell people I'm from Philly because it's a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm a rapper, musician, artist, whatever you want to call me. You know, I just make music online and hope people like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, a lot of people kind of have really shown interest, so that's pretty dope, dude. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird to go from like a, a modest following to whatever happened on TikTok. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, we'll get into that. Uh, I'd love to start out and just kind of like hear about your like upbringing, like a little bit more in depth, because like I guess when I when I look at your Instagram bio, as people do, <laughs> I like you write like I'm a fat and depressed internet sad boy who makes music like i think that's freaking hilarious but at the same time i can tell there's a lot of like like you've been through a lot that's my guess so i'd love to just hear about it (laughs) yeah i i mean for what it's worth i've always like i don't know how to explain it i guess like a lot of people cope with comedy and i guess i always found comedy as just like an outlet other than music yeah so i mean like when I say fat and depressed, it's like, yeah, sure, like, it's it's the truth, but, you know, like, I, I guess it's the only way I know how to express myself for people not to be, like, weird about it if, like, I open up about it. I feel like the more you're open about it up front, people aren't like, oh, okay, what's going on with this, you know what I mean? So, like, I just try to be myself with it, you know what I mean? Dude, I think that's so, I think, honestly, that's what, that's why I related to you so much is because, like, I've, I've struggled a ton with my mental health. Like everyone's got their own thing, but I, I love how you just like embrace it with humor. I think that's the way to do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like you have to, like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like if you don't, like you just, you really are literally just depressed and sad all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you gotta be at least a little bit like, I guess, a little self-cynical, a little like self-aware of yourself. You know what I mean? Seriously. And I gotta say, I love, is it a Philadelphia accent? Is that what that is? So everyone thinks I'm from like like Boston, they always say, oh, yeah, you're from Boston, right? I'm like, no. Like, I, I literally, every time, every day at work, like, oh, I love your accent. I'm like, it's not an accent. We all sound the same. <laughs> like, it's, uh, were you from Boston? No. I'm like, my family's from South, Southwest Philly. Like, I'm, we're from Delco. We all sound the same. I don't know why people think. I think it's maybe, like, you know, I had a speech impediment when I was younger. Like, I went through, like, speech classes and all. Yeah. But, like, maybe that's it. I, like, I don't know. Like, we, if you tell anybody out, like, if I put, like, my brother on the mic, he sounds the same as I do. So, like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, it's, like, super unique. Like, it uh, it reminds me, like, I'm a huge fan of Mac Miller. Um, or, I guess, who are your biggest rap influences before we go to what I was going to ask? Well, definitely Mac, you know. Like, he's still, he's from the same, similar area as me from Pittsburgh, you know. So, like, obviously Mac. Uh, I, get a, I get this question a lot. And people always look at me when I tell them because they're like, I don't know who those people are. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, like ASAP Rock, MF Doom, Cage. Uh, there's, there's a lot like Run the Jewels. And then, you know, a lot of my friends who like came up with me in the scene from like 2017, like Lo-Fi, like uh, Jalen Tyreek, Hiaru, Sad Boy Prolific. Like everyone kind of looks at me like, I don't know who they are, which is fine. But like, yeah, it's cool though. It's like, cause I, I, I probably knew, I knew MF Doom, uh, and then after that, I can, you kind of lost me there. But I think that's yeah. cool. Is it a lot of underground <laughs> artists or what? Or am I just an uh, idiot? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I think MF Doom's like the only person on that list that's like broken through the underground just off the basis of he's your rapper's favorite rapper, which is so ironic to me that I, you know, mentioned MF Doom. Of course I did. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I would say everyone else is pretty underground. Like ASAP Rock is pretty much just like white MF Doom. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically like everyone's just like yeah, it's white MF Doom, which is fine. <laughs> he's he's definitely one of those people that like 
his the way he rhymes is so dense that people are just instantly turned off. Yeah. But you know, like I'm, I, you know, I like literature and like metaphors and stuff like that. So I really like ASAP Rock. That's cool, and I, I can really tell. I mean, naming those people, especially Mac Miller. Like I feel like, like his uh, the album he put out, watching movies. What is it with the lights off, or what is it? What yeah, is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's called. I honestly could see you as like a feature on there. Like you'd be in that kind of group. Like that's <laughs> the vibe that. I get from you. It's so cool. Like I love, like I feel like Mac had a lot of those metaphors and like cool connections with the way he, he rhymed things. So yeah, I think that's pretty dope, dude. Like you definitely stand out. Thank you. I, again, you know, I get that a lot. Like people try to, you know, when they hear my music and they try to pinpoint it, they're like, oh, you sound like this person, or like you sound like Mac. I get all sweatshirt sometimes. Uh-huh. So like, like I guess the the choice of instrumentals I choose or whatever, and like that's a huge compliment. But I feel like it puts me in a weird box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like especially like like if like the whole thing that happened when I blew up. I'm like, oh, I'd, like I'd love to make like I make hyper pop music sometimes, which is weird because like that's like the strangest thing next to like. 90s boom bap which is like all my other music so like i don't now i can't release it because i'm like well this is weird like <laughs> <laughs> what is it well how would you describe that genre is it similar to the song you put out is it called hypersonic because i was jamming to yeah. that yeah so like, i like that i don't know how to explain hyper pop like that's just the name it was given it's literally like pop music that on crack like that's, i think that's how <laughs> people like explain it that's like like Glaive uh, and like Osquin, like they're, they're big influences on that sound. And uh, like it's, yeah, it's weird because I'll make 30 different types of songs. Like in yeah. high school, I was in like deathcore bands. <laughs> so like my music choice is very strange that I ended up just rapping of, of, of all the things I could have done. That's cool. Yeah, it's good to have a mix of everything. Um, so I guess like I'm not trying to get like a sob story or anything. Like you're saying, you had a speech impediment. Did people like give you crap for that, or did people oh, not really course. care? Man, like so the main thing was like the letter R could not say it as a kid. Just didn't happen like yeah. <laughs> whatsoever. And I I don't know what it was. I think it was a mix of like an actual speech impediment and like the accent that I have and like that everyone down here in Philly has. And you know it was like oh you know. Oh, it's he can't say oh like the rabbit read the wan waste. So I'm like okay, <laughs> like I get it. Yeah, and it's definitely it's definitely gotten better, but like especially when I'm trying to record, sometimes it happens, and I catch myself, and I'm just like <laughs> in the middle of recording. I'm like really like we've moved past this 12 years ago. Come on, we got this. <laughs> oh, dude, I bet that's kind of annoying, but I, I'm also not trying to sugarcoat it and be like oh well, at least you have a cool sound. I was kind of thinking of uh, like Kyle, the rapper Kyle, like he's kind of pop, but yeah, he, yeah. his he has that kind of speech impediment thing. Yeah, yeah, and I think people gravitate towards him because he literally embraces it, which is really cool. Yeah, and like I like Kyle too. Like I remember when Kyle first started getting uh, popular, and I heard him, I was like, oh yeah, he's got like a like a weird speech thing, like I do. Like it's comforting to know that this could work out. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously though, and he's pretty funny too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so sick, dude. Well, uh, tell us about like the I guess the story of you blowing up on social media. Oh, that was it's still like so weird. Like, <laughs> so I had found the uh, the beat. It was a. Uh, beats by jay black he he made an instrumental and i was just vibing to it because that's that's like the sound i love it's like backpack 90s old school boom bap yeah i was like all right whatever like i'll throw a little freestyle over it or whatever 
and I posted it. And I think it was like two hours, you know, a couple of views, whatever. I'm like, okay, like it's weird, whatever. And within like, I think at the 24 hour mark, it was at a million views. And I was like, why? Like what happened? Like it wasn't <laughs> like, cause I like, even me, I was like, yeah, like it was cool. Like I'll give myself credit. Like it was a good freestyle, but I didn't think it was crazy or anything. Yeah. And I think it was, it was mostly cause that was like the first time I had shown my face on social media under like the moniker of Sawyer. Other than that, like TikTok was just something for me to like post frustrations about stupid shit that happens at work. <laughs> like I it's just literally everything else is about me screaming about things that happen at work. I think I saw so a I, few of those. <laughs> I, I think I think it was a mix of why like what is this? Like this is nothing else like any other content he's posted. And also like who is he? Like he just came out of nowhere. Like that's like all the comments were like, who are you? I'm like, I don't know. Like, so like, I, what do you want me to say? Like, <laughs> Your father. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, and I mean, it's cool. Like I'm so grateful because it, it, it's a, it, it's a weird position now. Cause I feel like a lot of people are like, you should really post music on Spotify on streaming services. I'm like, yeah. Like, you know, SoundCloud to me was like the one place I put all my music. Right. Cause like I said, like I have, I'm a full-time worker, full-time college student. I don't have money to be leasing beats like that so i'm like i understand that people want to support artists but it's it's almost like it takes like a musician standpoint to understand that sometimes like they don't want to make a profit from this like it's just something they do as not a release but like something they just enjoy doing almost like it's a hobby just like a more involved hobby you know yeah no i feel that do you feel like you have like this pressure now or expectation to release music or do you feel like secure in, in what you want to do? I, I think it's not like a pressure, but it's more of like, now I feel like if I release a song, it's definitely going to be more scrutinized. Yeah. Like I always, I always had like, a, oh, whatever. Like I released a song, it doesn't do well, whatever. Like it wasn't really, I was never fishing for like clout or views or like plays or whatever i always just made music that i wanted to make or like that i thought sounded cool or whatever or like even just like hit like half of my discography or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. it's like not on soundcloud anymore but like it was weird like some of it was instrumental work that i had done some of it was like weird poetry i wrote when i was like 16 that's like just I was it was cringy and I was like this has got to go uh and like yeah so it's like it's not I guess I do feel pressured in a weird way but like it's it's almost like a good thing like yeah. I think it came at the right time like if this had happened like two years ago I, I don't know what I would have done I probably would have just stopped making music and just left and been like yeah well it's too much for me I gotta go dang what do you do for your job so I work it's like a I don't know how to explain this. If you're from Philly, you you would know like it's it's a convenience store, but it's like it's the convenience store. Uh, it's I don't know how to explain it. It's, <laughs> it's called it's called Wawa. So it's it's basically oh, dude, I know like, what that is. You know what Wawa yeah, is? Okay. So I lived I lived in Florida for a little bit. There's tons of Wawas there. Oh, okay, yeah. So basically, like I five minutes from my house was like the first Wawa. They just closed like, a couple years ago. <laughs> so like I'm I'm in the dead center of what Wawa is to to people from Philly. So they're all like, it's the place to be for oh, some yeah. reason. I they still don't know why. Too, and tons of selections. <laughs> <laughs> like I've lived here for 25 years and I still don't like get the hype. Like I just 
I, like yeah. yeah it's good food but i guess i worked there for three years i can only eat the food for so long before i'm like all right. <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah dang so and but you said it you mentioned it closed are you working at a different wawa or what are you doing right now so the one I work at, it's literally I can walk to work. It's wonderful. Oh, gotcha. Like it's, that's yeah, it's it's great. The uh, I don't know why they closed though. It was like the first ever Wawa. I guess it was just. I mean, they opened one down the street from it. There's like a gas station and all. Gotcha. So, I guess it's why they closed it, and it was probably not doing that much business. But they make so much money. Like I, I don't know how they haven't gone all the way into like the Midwest yet. Seriously though, there it's a, it's a cool little. I guess building it's it's like more than just a gas station honestly yeah it's it's weird like a lot of people are like oh it's it's more about like the community and like what <laughs> delco community. is that's i'm like yeah, I, I, I don't know about that it's just everyone <laughs> just comes here that's what it is yeah it's i go like, there for bible study <laughs> yeah i'm like people will come in like just for cigarettes and like like a bag of pretzels like Dude, nothing that's else. Community they right want the food. And they're just like <laughs> they're packing Newports. I'm like, all right, man. Like, how many? Two, three. He's like, just give me a whole card. And I'm not coming back in here for a week. And they'll be back in there two days later for another card. I'm like, Holy all right, crap. yeah. But, so you you mentioned you're going to school. What are you going to school for? The classic uh, so question. I, yeah, <laughs> I just got back for. Uh, I'm going for medical billing and coding now. I was in for a graphic design degree, which I mean, yeah, graphic design from community college. So I'm going far with that one. <laughs> So I was, I was like, yeah, I got laid off on my last job, so I didn't have any money to pay for it. I'm like, cool, guess I'll just get a job and figure out it from there. And then, yeah, like three, I think it's been three years since that last job, and I finally just got back to school. So I figured I'll just do something, like a two-year degree, yeah, figure it out from there. And then, I mean, preferably music would be the thing I want to do, but, you know, still working out the kinks. Right, right. Um, so... Walk us through, so like one of my favorite songs I jammed from uh, your discography on SoundCloud, I love the song No Longer Human. Um, Ah, yeah, yeah, That song, dude, the beat switch reminds me of Kendrick and just the lyrics you wrote, like I can feel, it's just real. So I really like that. And I wonder if you could kind of maybe tell us about the story behind that song and then maybe the process of how you write music. It's it's weird. So like a lot of my music... I guess it's like, so No Longer Human is a book by Azuma Dasai. He's a Japanese literature, audit, uh, literature writer. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, literature writer. Uh, and basically, like, the, the story's written in, like, post-World War II Japan. And it's about this guy who, he basically, he commits suicide at the end of the book. And it's it basically his, like, a diary of everything he had gone through. And it's really about like I guess Japan's economy and how the people felt after World War II and the devastation of everything that happened in that war. Huh. And I, I guess in a way I had I had like an interpolated him like he goes through this weird alcoholism and like a lot of drug use. And it's almost like a metaphor for trying to find who you are as a person through trials and tribulations of life. And I guess in a way I took that as like you know, how I grew up, like, a lot of my friends still to this day do drugs, like hardcore drugs. And I was never my scene, but they were still my friends. And even if, like, I wasn't friends with them, if I was friends with someone else, you know, they were doing drugs too. That's just kind of how it is yeah. around the area, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, not necessarily me doing, like, those drugs, but I've seen it. I've seen what it can do to somebody. 
and I've seen what it can do when they get off of those drugs and like really change a person's life. But the perspective that they go through, like on those, I couldn't even imagine. Like as I guess from like almost like a dissociative standpoint of like watching someone almost lose themselves and regain themselves. Yeah. I guess that's kind of what it's about in a weird way. Oh, I feel that. I love that. It's like very complex. That's cool. Yeah, like, and I think that's why I'm so pressed about releasing music because a lot of a lot of it's like that. A lot of my stuff, and I didn't, and that's why, like, when I say I take uh, these, I internalize like MF Doom and like these weird artists who I wouldn't even characterize or like put them in the same category as rappers because they do so much more than just rap. Yeah, and so I feel like it's a I'm in a weird position where, like, I want to do not mainstream, but like more popular, like something that people would listen to outside of like headphones and, and like a bus ride. I feel like that's who I make music for is like people who wear headphones on yeah. like going to their nine to five on like a SEPTA bus that they don't want to be on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I know what that feels like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's like kind of what your experience has been, right? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Like, yeah, like growing up was weird because I always just being around, uh, you know, like I said, everything. Like, it wasn't even just like my friend group. Philly, Philly's a weird area (laughs) because a a lot like North Philly's like, you know, it's not a great neighborhood. It's violent. You got drugs. South Philly, not as violent. Still not a great neighborhood. A lot of drugs. And then you move out to like Delco. It's still just a lot of drugs. And so it's a weird area to grow up where you're just like, especially being the sober kid. Like I, I didn't drink anything. Like even like at 16, 17, I was pretty much sober all the way through high school. I think I started like actually having a beer with my friends when I was like, like 20, like my second year of college. Dang. So it's like, and it wasn't like a choice necessarily. Yeah. What motivated like, that? Well, well, I guess you said uh, it wasn't a choice, but like. Yeah. I mean. I guess just like, and a lot of my family, you know, I feel like a lot of people have family members that have gone through like an addiction of some sort and like, I'm no, I'm no different. So I guess from like a weird standpoint, I didn't want to be those people or I was afraid to become those people if like, oh, I started drinking. I'm just like, oh, well, I slept off the bandwagon. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess that's what it was. It wasn't like a choice to be straight edge. You know, I wasn't like Henry Rollins, black flag, (laughs) punk. Like, yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. drugs. Uh, but, it, yeah, it was like, I don't know. It was just like a weird, I, I see these people around me and what they are, and I don't want to be that, sort of. Did did people kind of give you crap, like, if, at parties and stuff? People and, like, who high school? Like, people who weren't my friends, they were kind of like, why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like especially, like, I, so my friend group, I, I made friends with people who, I don't know how to explain it. Well, like almost like a different tax bracket. So <laughs> like they were the middle, the like working middle class, the, the better well to do off kind of kids. And you know, they, they love to party, but like my friends weren't all like that. Like a good bit of my friends out there were just like, they would just go cause they knew people and like they would hang out or whatever. Right. And they really wouldn't give me grief. But like, you know, you always have those kids that are just like, well, why are you here if you're not like going to party? I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in my bedroom 24-7. Yeah, I want to get out. Well, well, go ahead, go ahead. I cut you off. 
it's like, I mean, I can only sit in a Taco Bell for so long before they're like, what are you doing? You know, you got to get out of here. Go live life. Yeah, dude. I, well, I, I relate to that too. So I, I actually don't drink uh, for religious reason, reasons and stuff like that. So like in high school, I'd kind of get like, people look at me funny. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you here? I'm like, kind of similar. Like, I, I want to be around people. <laughs> don't yeah, like, be alone. It's weird when that's like your only connection to another human being is through alcohol at a yeah. party at 16. Like, I, I never realized, I guess, like, looking back, how weird being a teenager is, that's how you socialize, is, like, being drunk. I'm like, uh, like I don't so get So shallow. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's very weird. Like, I don't get that. Like, I guess that's not how I made friends. Like, I always made friends with people who were, like, either, like, they understood, like, a lot of my friends love comedy. Like, so, like, we're, we're the funny kids at the party or whatever. And Heck we don't yeah. necessarily need to be, like, you know, drinking or whatever to be funny. And I guess that's the people I tried to surround myself with. Like, we can just go hang out and, like, uh, play Switch for, like, two hours and just chill. Bro. Like, we don't have to be drunk, you know what I mean? Yes, dude, what are your favorite Switch games? I love my Switch. So, as soon I actually, I didn't get a Switch for, like, a year just because, like, I, one, didn't have the money, two, I yeah. literally only had a PlayStation 4, so I was like, all right, whatever. But I finally got one Christmas of last year, I think, and I ended up getting... Uh, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild. I got Smash Brothers because I love Smash. Yeah, I grew up on Smash. Classic. Yeah, like like the classic games. And like I still have my Switch. I don't play it as much, but like I'll still take it. Like if I go to my friend's house, I'm like, yeah, I'm bringing the Switch and Smash. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fun. Dude, that's sick. Uh, and I've I've kind of made an assumption that you're into anime, right? Like I've I watched oh, like your TikToks. Yeah. You like anime? <laughs> Heavy weeaboo, yeah. I it, like the otaku, like everyone who makes fun of like kids who watch anime. That's me. Like, it's, <laughs> it's there's no difference. That is the person I am. Like, dude, that's hilarious. It's kind of come full circle though. Like people were hating on people watching anime, but anime is kind of popular now. It's so funny because like in <laughs> high school, it's in high school everyone was just like, it wasn't that I hated or anything. If someone asked me, it's like you watch anime? Yeah, I watch anime. Like I don't care because yeah. I was never the person that felt like it was like the weird thing i was just like it's something i like and there were a couple kids in high school that were like the popular kids or whatever that were like yo i like anime too don't tell anybody though and i'm like nah it's cool man like i get it like naruto is awesome like i get it man yeah <laughs> Dude, that's but yeah sick. it's like it's it's weird to see how popular it is especially like on tiktok if you go on that thing at least just going through the for you page you're destined to hit like at least three or four videos within the first 10 minutes related to something anime, <laughs> whether it's the sound being used, you know, someone doing cosplay or whatever. So it is weird seeing it, but like, I mean, I'm happy. Like anyone who enjoys it, I think from like the standpoint of like, they grew up with it. Like I did, I think they'd be happy. It's just like, it's popular now. Like I, I'd never gatekeep something like that. Gatekeeping yeah. dumb. I see a lot of people do that. I'm like, just let them be happy. Who cares? Like, Seriously. <laughs> well, I mean, just like like you said, let them be happy. Like, I I think what I can tell is you, you seem to have just been yourself, and that's who you stay true to. So, what advice do you have to someone who like feels like they have to fit in or like fit a mold? Don't like it's not worth it. The stress that comes with trying to fit into like a mold or like what you perceive to be the mold. It's just so, it's so dumb. Like, and cause you think, I think it's especially true for like young kids, like that, like 12 to 18 range where like no one knows who they are. No one knows what they're doing. You wake up, you go to school, 
you get home, you do the same thing every day, and you're just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, you'll figure it out eventually. Don't stress about it. Because the more you stress about it, the more you'll, like, you'll end up like me, where you're just, like, you're 25 trying to figure everything out still. <laughs> like, you're going to be stressed no matter what. Just just chill out. You'll figure it out. Like, I mean, I, hell, my mom, she's 40-something years old. She's This is, like, the third job she's had, and she's just like, I like it, but I want to go back to school. So, like, <laughs> you never really know what you're going to do, you know? Dude, that's so true. I'm 24 and I'm trying to figure things out. <laughs> so yeah, like, I get it. Yeah, like it's it's weird. I mean, I'm never the person to come to for advice because I feel like you got to have your life together somewhat to really get <laughs> advice. But like, yeah, just be yourself. You'll be all right. Someone will accept you for who you are. Frick yeah, dude. Love it. Uh, so also, I, I just thought of this. So I went to Philadelphia years ago. And I, yeah. I went, I saw like man versus food on TV and he went to like, I think it was Gino's cheesesteaks or something. Yeah. But I thought it was garbage. Like it didn't taste good. Gino's is not good, bro. Dude, it I, was overhyped. Gino's, I know, man. <laughs> you know what, you know what it is? You gotta be afraid not to go to the hood. The hood's got good food. Okay. People never go down like to the sketchy area or what they perceive to be the sketchy area. <laughs> if you don't like, if you don't like fuck with people, you'll be okay. I promise. Like. If you don't, like, try to test someone's patience, you'll be all right. Just go get some food. I promise you. Just don't go to Gino's. Don't. Yeah, Gino's it's is not garbage. It. It's not good. Is there is, get somebody it, who's from Philly? Like, Yeah, no, it's important. We need to know. Is there, like, a specific spot you like that we can I mean, I like about? gym steaks. Okay. A lot of people kind of say the same thing about gyms. It's nowhere near as bad as Gino's. I promise you. <laughs> Just go to gyms. You'll be all right. Gyms will do you good. I promise you. And Sweet. it's nowhere near as priced as what Gino's is. It's a, it's still a little, a little pricey, but I mean, it's good food. Dude, that's good to know. Well, sweet dude, I, uh, I lastly just wanted to ask, like, where can people find you? And then also, what, what does the future look like for you? I know you're like trying to figure things out, but like the next few months, what are you gonna do? Uh, well, so I do have one song. I gotta. I'm working on getting art done for it and all, but after Sick. that, it's gonna come out. It's uh, it's with my buddy Jalen Tyree. He's an amazing artist. If you like my music, you'll definitely love his stuff. Uh, so I would definitely check him out. I'm still only on SoundCloud for the time being, but the song that I'm putting out is going to be up on streaming platforms eventually. Uh, probably sometime within the end of the month, maybe the beginning of October. Uh, I have an Instagram, I have a Twitter. It's pretty much all just Sordi, would pretty much on all my social medias. And yeah, I mean, I guess TikTok too, since that seems yeah. to be the place that everyone knows me from. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, sweet, dude. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. It was a blast, man. It's good talking. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. It's awesome. Yeah, dude. Take care, man. You too.